Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 64 of the Socially Supportive podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Telligent, a Varent company, a leader in community software for digital marketing and support communities. Its social software solutions help bring together modern collaboration technologies into a single integrated suite that includes social applications and social services that enable organizations to create communities of interest for their customers. Telligence solutions include both external customer and internal employee communities. A customer service community enables you to answer a question once and then scale it to an unlimited number of customers. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Tech Tuesday. I hope that you really enjoyed yesterday's Manic Monday episode on measuring deflection with surveys. If you didn't catch it, maybe you're still out on holiday. If you're living in the United States and celebrating Thanksgiving, go ahead, press stop, press pause, go back and have a listen to that episode because it's very informative about measuring deflection, which is very important to us. Today, though, we're going to be talking about, just like we do every Tech Tuesday, all things technology related to providing digital customer service. But before we do that, I wanted to take a second to let you know that the Socially Supportive Podcast is now officially part of the C-Suite Radio Network. So if you are familiar with the C-Suite Radio Network, you can now access the Socially Supportive Podcast there. To be honest with you, we've been a part of the C-Suite Radio Network for some time, but it's taken a while to get all of these episodes that we're putting out so quickly every day out onto the C-Suite Radio Network with all the creative and everything, but we are all caught up now, and by the time that this episode airs on Tuesday, as you know, I pre-record them, we should be up and running and ready to go. You might even see an advertisement for this podcast in some elevator that has a television in it because the C-Suite Radio Network has some of those advertisements on those elevators. So here's listening with me, and hopefully you'll be able to catch the show there if that's interesting to you. All right, so let's get into today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Michelle Fan of Ipsy.com, who said, I believe that rejection is a blessing because it's the universe's way of telling you that there's something better out there. And our book of the day is by Javier Montes titled Millennial Workforce, Cracking the Code to Generation Y in Your Company. So why are we quoting a quote by a millennial and then talking about a book about a millennial workforce? Because today we're talking about planning tech for millennials. This article was informed by a Forbes article published November 25th titled Six Tips for Deploying New Technologies for the Banking Customer Service Experience. And this Forbes article was written by Joanna Belby. What's the article about, you might wonder? Well, what happened is 
The article was written by Joanna Belby because she appeared on a panel with Jim Olson, who's the principal of marketing communications for Edward Jones, and Jeremy Balkin, who's the head of innovation for HSBC Bank USA. And Joanna Belby herself was on the panel, and she is the compliance specialist for Proofpoint. So this panel was about bringing retail and digital strategies together to focus on the customer experience and what the banking industry should be focused on when deploying technology to improve customer experience. So you might be wondering, what does that have to do with millennials? Apparently everything. So here are some stats that they quoted from the article. One-third of the U.S. population was born between 1980 and 2000. One-third of the U.S. population. And between 70 and 80% of everyone, millennials or not, access the internet on their phone. And two-thirds of America bank on their mobile phone as a first choice. Wow, I didn't realize that. So then... They also quote that in the next 10 to 20 years, $30 trillion worth of assets will be transferred from the boomers to their heirs. Wow. And this is very important because we know that where the assets go is where the buying decisions go. So we are watching in the next 10 to 20 years, $30 trillion worth of assets being transferred from boomers who are currently making the majority of the purchasing buying decisions for their households. These assets are going to be transferred down to probably millennials. And then millennials will then within the next 10 to 20 years become the decision makers. This is important to large brands when they are thinking about how they will be servicing their customer base because we're watching if $30 trillion worth of assets are changing from boomers to millennials, your customer base then just mostly changed from boomers to millennials. That's very important for us to know when we're deciding how we should be servicing in the future. Another stat that they shared in the article is that 43% of affluent millennials have student loan debt. So managing through their short-term needs and keeping long-term priorities on track is a bigger challenge for this generation. So now we know what we're looking at. Let's talk more about millennials. According to Olson, and remember Jim Olson, who was on the panel as the principal marketing communications for Edward Jones, he said about millennials that they focus on personal relationships and have a greater desire to work closely with a financial advisor, but their needs are different. He says millennials are more hands-on, they're a little more engaged, they use technology a little bit more. And then Balkin, who is, again, Jeremy K. Balkin, the head of innovation for HSBC Bank USA, he said that there are three distinct experiential groups in the millennial bracket, older, middle, and younger. And he points out that in communications that brands are having, they should have three distinct millennial strategies if they can. If you can't break it down between the older, middle, and younger millennials, because remember, we're talking about millennials being born between 1980 and 2000, that's a 20-year time span, right? 
He says that if you can't have three distinct millennial strategies, you should definitely at least have a robust millennial strategy. So if we know this about our millennials, then let's take it and understand what's the right tech to be looking at for millennials. Well, here's what Balkan says. And Balkan, again, is with Edward Jones. So again, banking industry. He says that they are doing an upgrade to the retail banks across North America. They are rolling out Touch ID for security in their retail places. They are rolling out voice biometrics where your voice is your password when you contact the call center. What? Yes, and this isn't futuristic. This is happening now. They're also rolling out live chat, which I guess they didn't have before. And he says that everything that they are doing has to be in the mobile ecosystem, the day-to-day banking, the lending, the communications marketing, security. And a quote from him that Joanna grabbed was, you need technology to communicate with millions of customers, to build business at scale, and to deliver a new customer experience. Wow. So then we have Joanna Belby, who's the author of the article and was also a member of the panel. And she says that you need to use the form of communications and technology that clients and prospective clients prefer today, whether that's an in-person meeting, a phone call, email, texting them, or providing service on social media. Now, specifically for the financial vertical, she says that you need to prove to regulators that you are supervising the activities of regulated persons and produce these records upon demand. And that means that firms need to work with a third-party provider to capture texts and social media. So what does this mean to us? If you're in the financial vertical, then this is obviously pretty clear and straightforward to you. This is what your competition is working on right now in their arena. They're working on touch ID for security, voice biometrics, putting everything in the mobile ecosystem. Well, what does it have to do with any other vertical that you might be in? This is the wave of the future. And what we're seeing here is that even old stodgy, you know, people look at banking as an old stodgy kind of industry, even an old stodgy banking type of industry is getting very technical in what they're delivering and looking at making sure because millennials demand it, that they have a very robust digital servicing strategy in place and ready to go and that they're also tying it with bricks and mortar. If you notice, we heard that they are going out and they are doing all of these improvements in the retail stores that they have, and then they're also making sure that that blends very well with the digital. So the digital is not replacing. The digital is just supposed to work seamlessly because that's what the millennials are wanting to have in their experience, and the millennials are going to be obviously running what we're going to be having because they're going to provide a huge $30 trillion into our retail establishments, into our brands. So keep that in mind that millennials are going to be a huge part of making decisions about what tech is right for you. As you're looking to find out whether you should be offering 
chatbots, whether you should get into flows with those bots, whether you should go into different types of servicing, if you want to be in WhatsApp, if you want to try to provide service at some point in Snapchat. All of these things should be driven by who your customer base is going to be in the next several years. And according to this, it looks like our customer base, as we probably already know, is going to be more and more millennial just based on these statistics from the financial sector. So hopefully this was very helpful information to you. I was very surprised by some of the information that was in here. $30 trillion worth of assets are going to be transferred from the boomers to their heirs. So what can you do with this information? I think that what you can do is see if you can work with your marketing department to find out what the breakdown is in your company, because marketing usually has a pretty good handle on who it is they're marketing to, what the age demographics are of the customers and prospective customers for your company. And once you have that information, you can try to understand if they have any sort of forecasting that tells them what you're going to skew towards in the near future and in the distant future. When you know that and you understand what marketing's plans are in order to be able to sell services or products to this base of prospective customers, that can help you understand it's November, it's almost December as I'm recording this, and what we're looking at is trying to understand what next year's strategy looks like. And when we're trying to plan next year's strategy, it's helpful to us to know whether we're starting to see more millennials and whether our customers are in different properties that maybe we're not servicing right now. Maybe we need to have a look at Snapchat. Maybe we need to have a look at WhatsApp. Maybe we need to understand whether that's right for our company or not. And if it's not right for your company, at least you'll have had a look at it and you'll know definitively why you should or should not be in that space at this particular moment. And you'll be prepared to answer the question when it comes up as to whether you need to be providing service in that space or not. I was a little taken aback when I saw the voice biometrics. I wasn't prepared for that, even in the role that I play here. And I went, wow, now we need to really be thinking about how all of this extra technology, you know, we've got voice biometrics, we've got artificial intelligence, we've got chatbots, we have all of this all playing together. So understanding what they're rolling out in retail establishments, and then understanding how to roll that back into what we're offering from a digital space, and how that ties together. Maybe your chatbot needs to be able to pull in voice biometric data from your CRM so that you can know for sure who you're talking to. That's something you could lose sleep over, right? Anyway, so that's what I've got for you today. I hope that this is helpful for you so that we can see, even though this is one vertical, the financial sector, if it's happening here, it's surely happening other places. So thank you very much to Joanna Belby, who wrote this Forbes article that was just published November 25th, very informative article. All right, so let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Telligent, a Verand company. Why community? Why intelligent community? Well, because customer support communities create a compelling return on investment and gives your customers the support options they want. As we just got done talking about here, 
Millennials want to be able to choose how they want to be supported, and many of their choices skew digital. So providing customers a community where they can either self-serve and just find the information that they're looking for on their own, or if they can't do that, giving them the option to create a relationship with another customer where they can talk about your products and services, maybe not even directly in a way that is completely tied to your product. I know that, for example, in the cable television industry, if you have a cable box and you want to attach it maybe to a Roku box or something like that, there are different ways that you can do things that another customer can help you with in a way that the company that you're dealing with may or may not be able to assist you with. And then you can do really interesting and neat things if you're very technical. So whatever your product or service is, it's possible that your customers can get additional benefit from having a relationship with other customers, not to mention that you're creating these relationships around your product or service, which ties back into your brand. So it's a very good experience for the customers, and it also can reduce contacts coming directly into your contact center, whether it be telephone or whether it be, you know, your social media channels. So community, I think, is a very important tool in your tool belt in terms of providing customer support in the digital space. And in terms of Telligent, which is now a variant company, they've been a leading social community platform provider since 2004. And there are a few companies out there that can say that with a proven, profitable, and stable track record of success. Hundreds of communities are powered by Telligent Community, and Telligent Community is trusted by some of the most demanding brands for reliability, scalability, and security. I have used Telligent Community in my career to great success, and so it's good for you to know that in as little as 15 to 20 business days, Telligent Community can be implemented, configured, branded, and launched. So if this is interesting to you, head on over to Telligent.com and check them out. All right, now let's talk about jobs. Do you have a job opening or are you looking for a spot? Either way, send me your information and I will play matchmaker to match up perfect person and perfect position so that we can be doing a fantastic job out there on the World Wide Web of delivering great digital customer service. And if you see someone who is out there doing a great job of that, Let me know, shoot me an email and I'll figure out who's running the department at that company so that we can try to get them on the show and find out exactly how they do that. Okay, that's what I've got for you today on Tech Tuesday. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for Wisdom Wednesday where I will be depositing great wisdom directly to your earbuds. Until then and even after then, I am Frankie Sochet. Thank you so much for tuning in. Can't wait to get with you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.